0: Coming up today on Locked On Texas Tech hype train fatigue not for this guy but possibly for some. We investigate also a winning record in the Big 12 conference again in 2023. Can it happen? True or false? We're telling you next on Locked On Texas Tech.
1: You are Locked On Texas Tech. Your daily podcast on the Texas Tech Red Raiders, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day.
0: We're going to start this thing off right. Raider! <laughs> Glad to have you along for the ride, as always, on Locked On Texas Tech on the Locked On Podcast Network. Thanks for making us your first listen on YouTube or anywhere you get podcasts. Do subscribe on YouTube if you haven't so far so you never miss an episode. We're on a push to 4,000 by kickoff. That's September 2, so you still got some time for a test drive, but come on in and join the Locked On Texas Tech fam damnly by subscribing on youtube he's the only chris level i'm casey cowan chris great to be back with you kicking off another show we talked a lot of hoops yesterday so check out that episode if you have not so far today we're switching gears and we're getting back to the gridiron you see it there on the right hand side of your screen a question we're asking today to kick off the program i know my answer but i'm curious about thoughts on other answers is the tech hype annoying everyone. Now we've got a chance this off season, Chris, to ride a little bit of a hype train. You finished with a lot of momentum, you finished winning games consecutively, you got a bowl win over an SEC opponent and this is all in year 1 under your new head coach. So there's some things obviously we're feeling that are a little bit different as far as the vibe check is concerned from some off seasons gone by. But you and I talked about this off the air a little bit yesterday. Just kind of wondering what the general tone might be say by september 2nd because i kind of feel like already there might be a little red raider offseason hype backlash are you seeing that anywhere and do you think it could come to fruition are we annoying everyone just yet
1: (laughs) yeah because there's different ways to uh to look at a topic or question like this i think that I don't think we're asking this aloud. In that, I don't think any of the tech fan base is getting annoyed by it. I think they're kind of, uh, you know, I, I think most most are appreciating it. There's going to be some segment of the of the fan base that's kind of like, oh man, this is, uh, you know, and not that the 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 hype has been overwhelming. I think it depends on where you look. I think some there's plenty of doubters out there too. It Depends on where you go find it. I just, uh, where I come at it from is, is that, yeah, I, I, think, um, I think there's a lot of uh, folks that write or talk about Big 12 football in this part of the country, whether it be the state of Texas or just this part of the, uh, of the U.S. that are in Big 12 country, per se, that I think have, again, some have bought in. But some are kind of like okay, enough about Texas Tech already. What 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 have they really done? Go look back at the last however many years. Your your coach climbed a crane, um, you know. You know, so, so what? You know, after you lose to Oregon, we're not going to hear from you. You know, this year and just you know this shut guy's not you know very good. Stop trying to tell us he is. I mean, I, I think that uh, that there is a there is a segment of that out there that are people are just kind of, I don't know if they're like have tired head over it or like sick of hearing about it, or if they're just, if there's just the doubters. And then again, and if you, if you are one of those that wants to point to doubt and like say, man, I just don't think there is good. There are plenty of, uh, of reasons that you could question it. You know, that, that you could say, man, they just, they haven't sustained success. I mean, their quarterback can't stay healthy. I mean, I, I, I would I would listen to it. I mean, there's plenty of uh, reasons why you, you would have uh, to, to doubt per se. But I just think it's interesting because I think Texas Tech is on a lot of people's brain right now, uh, Texas Tech football specifically. And I think a lot of people are enjoying the heck out of it, embracing it, even though this is the time of year when you can't win or lose. Uh, but it, it's it's talking season. And, uh, and I think some are <laughs> – some are annoyed annoyed by the, the <laughs> hype,
0: absolutely. Yeah, I think tired head, fatigued, those kind of words possibly could be at play. Also, the way that I view in general, um, those who do write and speak on really broad or influential platforms, Chris, uh, I think for the most part you find them even more in love, like you might think, like a reporter or a commentator really is digging in, and hey, they're going to give me like a lay of the land. I'm, I'm talking like ESPN, Dallas Morning News, Houston Chronicle, guys. Um, they're going to give me a lay of the land that that really is a thorough investigation. When in reality, they're likely to be more beholden to brand names than anyone. Like ah, well, yep, Texas still in the league. Let's put them high in a media preseason poll. <laughs> like they're the they're the worst about it. So I think there are plenty of those types who want to be the first to say, uh, "I knew back then Tech wasn't going to wasn't going to live up to to all the air that's being pumped into their off-season balloon." They they want to be in that position to now say, "It's not going to happen," and then down the road say, "See, I told you it was not going to happen." So they might as well roll the dice and just maybe take their shot at saying, "Well, eh, I'm a doubter." Because overall recent history you haven't even been anywhere near the radar forget being on the radar you're not even in the same room as the college football relevancy radar you've been outside in the hallway waiting for another turn and that's something else that we'll talk about on an upcoming episode when is your turn actually back are you back in the room when is texas tech back on track what does that actually look like but chris i think there are going to be so many clearly uh, who will hear over and over and over and over about what you did and what you could possibly do this season, uh, but will have some desire, because this is kind of a time-honored tradition for some, to poo-poo the Red Raiders. Oh, poo-poo the Mighty Red Raiders. Remember the Michael Leach quote? They ran with it. They think that's like New Testament gospel or something. Uh, they want to poo-poo the Red Raiders. It's something that's going to happen over and over and over and over again. You have to take everything if you were Texas Tech. The TTVE uh, mentality is a real deal. Texas Tech versus everybody. You must take everything. And I'll tell you what, Chris, I don't know if I remember a season where you had, we've talked about like some off-season hype or preseason love that you've gotten, you know, in years gone by, uh, lifetimes gone by, it seems like now. But I don't remember another one of those where you had such an early and almost immediate chance to either... Prove yourself or maybe be cast out with the trash because you've got Oregon week two. If you win week one, what will likely be a top 25 matchup, I think, back in Lubbock on that Saturday night. So it's right there at the gates. We're going to find out one way or another, but I do think in general the traditional poo-pooing of the Red Raiders by the media, it's possibly at play, but also the fatigue could be there as well. Do they really want to see let a little Texas tag be successful. I'm not so sure. So I think there is a bit of an annoyance uh, at play for some right now. Not me, not you, not the good people who join us in red and black, right? But we know who we're talking about.
1: You know, if, if you really want to kick the door in, you, you really have to go earn it. Uh, but I think in some ways, people will be looking to give you the benefit of the doubt because it's a fun story. People like genuinely like Joey. A lot of people do. I think that at some level, some will be looking for reasons to try to Oh, it, the, the better the better he or Tech does. I think there'll be some that'll try to, I don't know, tear it down. I don't know if that's the right way, but there'll be again fans of, uh, of of other programs and all that will get annoyed just because if he if he starts winning. But I think uh, this is where I that the beginning of this season, like these first two non-conference games, are so important because I think you give yourself a chance to get your to to, to get the. The, the hype trains rolling like for real, for real, you know, you know, like it, it's one thing to talk about it in June or July or, or whatever, but you go out and win a couple of games, one on the road, uh, on national TV at CBS and, or there'd be broadcast on CBS and the other one, you know, against, uh, the, the ducks. And there's plenty of uh, opinions about that game already. And we haven't even, <laughs> uh, gotten into the, 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 the heat of the summer just yet. But if if you if you were to win, you know both of those versus think about it, if you were to lose one or both of them, okay, hypothetically, it it would not it would not be a good look uh, for all the talk. I mean, all the talk and all the the feel good and all that would just kind of really go away, and that's what it's at stake uh, at the beginning of your season uh, this year. But yeah, I think uh, you know I, I just. I think people have every right to point to recent the recent past and you you have every right to point to overall talent level maybe and 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 say I just don't buy it. I don't I don't think that they have what it takes to win the Big 12 or whatever. But if you don't but if if you were to say, you know, something along the lines of I think they got lucky last year. I don't think that they're improving as a program. I don't think their talent, better, talent, uh, uh, whatever, is getting better. I should say, the the, the overall talent level. Uh, I couldn't spit that out. Um, I, then I think you, you're just you're missing the boat. You're not paying attention. But I'll listen to some folks. If you have reasons for doubting the hype, okay. But I, I just if, if you if you don't. If you got your head in the sand and you're not paying attention to what, you know, kind of what's been happening and what, what is happening, then I I just, I think you're going to be, you're going to look wrong. And, and really there's a lot of uh, the folks that talk on the radio or people like us that, that, you know, would, would have, that have to give opinions daily on a daily basis. And these are the kind, there's, there's a lot of folks, I think that, that it would be on either side of this camp. Uh, and that's fine. And that's what, you know, that's what makes this stuff fun.
0: Level out of all words you forget level is that I couldn't, I couldn't get to it, man. Couldn't script that any better. Yeah, that's right. He's Chris level. I'm Casey Cowan. <laughs> I'm wondering though, the, there's no denying this, right? Like you enter a season, you're talking conference contenders or pretenders, you're talking dark horses or front runners. You're talking favorites or underdogs. Texas Tech has got to be like, let's just take those two, dark horse or front runner. Now, there's some, a dark horse is a contender, in my opinion. That's how I define that. Somebody that you expect to contend, but maybe is not getting all the attention prior uh, to the season being kicked off. Obviously, the front runners in a different camp, they got a spotlight being shown on them. But it's still, to me, Chris, a contender category as far as a conference championship is concerned and i do feel like regardless of whether you're annoyed by it they are in that contender category which to me is i don't know typically made up of three or four teams or so heading into the year maybe somebody emerges totally from the abyss but i I don't think whether you hate it or love it you can deny the fact that texas tech has entered into uh that smaller group of those that you would expect to be uh, contending in the Big 12 this season. Do they make it to November, you know, still in that category? I, I don't know, but I felt like that conversation is justified. And believe me, I've been sitting here over and over this offseason reminding myself, you're 7-5 and five in the regular season. Let's remember, let's put our seatbelts on before we get into this ride. You were 7-5. Uh, but at the same time, I, I think you look around at, at what else is in the league and what Texas Tech is returning on both sides of the football, and you do at minimum don't have to view them as one of those i think in that contender type of category right but first today's episode brought to you by FanDuel with major league baseball in full swing no better place to get busy with all of the action than america's number one sports book and if you're a new customer your timing is on point because right now new customers qualifying for the no sweat first bet one thousand bucks back to you in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't So download the FanDuel app in the app store today, safe, secure, and easy to use, or head to fanduel.com slash locked on and get busy with FanDuel. Always getting paid instantly with FanDuel Sportsbook, and that's just one reason why they're America's number one sportsbook. So again, dive in. The water is warm, particularly if you're a new customer, because you got the no sweat first bet Coming your way up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. So head on over to fanduel.com slash locked on. That's fanduel.com slash locked on and take advantage of the no sweat first bet with Fanduel, an official partner of Major League Baseball. I think you look around at what else is in the league and what Texas Tech is returning on both sides of the football, and you do at minimum, you know, have to view them as one of those, I think, in that contender type of category, right? <laughs> yeah
1: I, I think to win the big twelve I, I do I do think that you belong in that category. The, the question there is that I, I think two two questions I would have. Are they a dark horse for the college football playoff? Like some would say, yeah, it may be down the list, but if if you go fifteen teams deep on a, on a list and you could tear them or something, maybe you're you're in the mix there. But also, how many how many people would you put in the dark Horse category to win the league title? That's really where you, I mean, yeah, are we talking three? Are we talking six? Uh, you know, I, I, I don't know because I, I think that Kansas State's gonna get some first place votes uh, to, to win this league and, and, and they deserve they deserve uh, my vote in my opinion. I think they deserve that. I think Texas is gonna get some. I think you, you may see. I've seen people pick Oklahoma State to win the league. Yes, yes, Oklahoma State. Seventeen years in a row, seven or more wins. Uh, their their schedule; they don't play hardly anybody. For n- none of the teams in the state of Texas, they play except for the University of Houston. Their schedule is <laughs> extremely favorable, Amazing. and so you know th- this is going to be kind of. So my, my, I guess my point is, is like how many teams are in that category? Is TCU that played for the national championship last year? Are they <laughs> are they in that? Is Texas? You know, I mean, you know, because you can get four to five deep here pretty quick and justifiably so. Uh, but I do think Texas Tech belongs. In, I mean, in in that conversation, absolutely. I just, uh, you know, I think that I think the Vegas odds suggest it. I think, yeah. uh, the, you know, the, the talking heads suggest it. And, and, I, and again, back to the original point we were talking about earlier, I think this some people just put, put their palms up and go, why? Why are they
0: picked to do so?
1: <laughs> T- tell me why. Explain to me why. I don't get it. You know, I'm not buying it.
0: <laughs> I do feel like I know without question, Joey McGuire is embracing. We are front runners in his locker room. Yeah. We expect to contend. And, you know, there's like some chest out stuff you see in comments or social media or whatever. I feel like that's only the tip of the iceberg. I can only imagine, Chris, what's being said behind closed doors again, I don't think it's a question. Tell me if I'm wrong. But I believe in a full-throated, 100% committed kind of way, Joey Maguire is drilling into his guys' heads. We are contenders. We expect to be contending. Anything less will be a disappointment in 2023. Am I wrong about any of that? It seems like he is full throttle in that direction.
1: You, you, you know, we, we've touched on this um, back uh... – I don't know. Maybe back during the spring, it, it, it was funny because I mean he 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 was the one tooting the horn the loudest, and and yet you know you've had many head coaches that have come here before, and my Mike was famous for it. Uh, who would just kind of do anything he could to suck the wind out of the horn, you know? Didn't want <laughs> didn't want his guys buying into the hype. Wanted to keep them grounded. They haven't proven anything yet. And so he's kind of, um, I don't know if he's embracing, like, the heel role, like, per se, like, or if he's embracing the people that would be doubting them. Yeah. He's embracing, though, like, I'm speaking it into existence type stuff. Th- this is what he's about. I think that he has an expectation. I'm not lowering the bar. You, you know, everybody else needs to to, to rise up and and, and meet where, where I've set the expectations, and that's, that's one in the Big 12 championship, and so many coaches and programs in various sports they break the huddle, Big 12 champs. I mean, all, all those kinds of things. That, that that's just that's fairly normal, but I it's been pretty rare when you have a coach that just steps up there and gets in front of all the bright lights and microphones and everything and says, "We're we're in pretty good shape here, folks. Like we we have a chance." And very rare. Right. Yeah, and so he's kind of embraced that part. I think that to, to answer your question, yeah. I think he's kind of embraced the, that they're supposed to be good. I think he thinks that they are going to be good, and I think he's kind of uh, you know any time that he gets you know the Phil Steels of the world, the the people that are going to contact him about, hey man, t- coach, tell me about your program. This year. I-, I cover the country. Tell me about your program this year. And I think in in those settings, he's like. We got a chance, folks, and so I think that there's a lot of folks around the the country that write about this stuff that I think uh, have listened to him and believe in him, and and only only he knows. And if they go four and eight this year, you know, the next time he says it, I could see you know people will uh, now. But I don't think any of us, especially Coach McGuire, don't expect them to go four and eight this year, though. That's for
0: sure. Yeah, I'm hearing reports of like uh, <laughs> McGuire and deruter showing up at a train station in a duster knocking Phil still to the ground and saying, you tell him I'm coming and hell's <laughs> coming with me. I, I can't confirm that on the ground report, but there's talk out there about something similar. Hey, I'm happy to ride the ride while we have the opportunity. Look, reality is going to smack all of us in the face at one point or another. So why not have hope until there's reason not to keep hope alive. That's our theme, right? Let's keep hope alive while we yep. got it. So enjoy why, Johnny Ringo. He's just a Huckleberry or Hucklebearer. Yeah. You Shut get up get into that internet debate for the rest of your life. Shut up, Ike. <laughs> <laughs> I'm the one that's been cheated. Okay? Yeah. <laughs> Remainder of the show, only tombstone quotes. Or possibly true or false. One of those reasons why this hype train is rolling to a degree is because you did actually deliver something on the field you hadn't in quite some time. That was a winning conference record. Imagine. Imagine the novelty if you did it again. Can you do it again in 2023? True or false, Texas Tech has got a winning Big 12 record. We're tackling it next on Locked On Texas Tech. Thanks for joining us on Locked On Texas Tech, wherever you are making it a part of your day. We appreciate it. Special shout out to the everydayers out there on YouTube or anywhere you get podcast subscribe on youtube so you never miss an episode with chris i'm casey back to wrap it up with the true or false for you today texas tech will have a winning big 12 record in 2023 truth or lies uh chris it was quite a sight for sore eyes to see the red raiders above 500 in conference play last season uh it's hard to do i'm not saying it's easy but it's been quite some time since you've been able to say that. Uh, what over a decade, I guess we're going back. Um, and I know that it was only five and four. It wasn't like you were blazing up the Big Twelve charts. But you got to start somewhere. Now you had some big games on your home schedule a season ago. Always advantageous, obviously, when you get some of the tougher opponents to come to your house. Some ways that's happening again this season. But of course, we also know the capper. Got to travel down to Austin. So as we look at this Big 12 schedule, Chris, I'm wondering uh, whether or not you believe Tech can be a winner in the Big 12 again in 2023. True or false? Are they going to do it? What do you think?
1: Boy, I, I'm I'm operating with no plan B here. Uh, you have to. You know, you you have to. You know, if you... If you want to attain or achieve any kind of success on on this season, to me, you cannot do it without a winning Big 12 record. You know, think about it. You know, you, you play nine conference games. So even if you're – you know, four and five would be the best non-winning record, okay? And if you were to win – your, your three non-conference games, at best, you, you've you won seven games this year. Okay? So if you went four and five, which is, again, the best possibility you could have without getting an actual winning record in the Big 12, and you were to beat Oregon, Tarleton State, and, and, and Wyoming, that's a seven and five record. And I just, I just don't think that that comes close to what your capabilities or possibilities are. Yeah. Uh, and I think that would be... You know, and I hate to say let let down. We're not, you know, this is not a program that's in a position to really thumb your nose up at seven and five records just yet. Okay, It would be, especially based on what you've, you know, endured over the last, you know, because let's just look at it. I mean, 2020 you were four and six, 2019 four and eight, 2018 you're five and seven. You were six and seven, five and seven. Go back to 2015. You were seven and six, 2014. You were four and eight. Okay. So don't misunderstand what I'm saying. Uh, I think seven and five would be a disappointment at some level, but it's not end of the world. Like, Oh my gosh, this is just an epic failure, but it's got to include any, any level of success this year has to be five and four or better. You know, and, and if and it's gonna have to be better than five and four if you want to be relevant nationally and in the league, in my opinion, in November. You know, that 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 record has got to be, you know, we're I mean, let, let's just play the game, Cowan. Um I mean, is is seven and two good enough? Do you 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 know you're gonna have to go eight and one? If I give you seven and two in the conference right now, you taking it, leaving it? You rolling the dice? You going? Nope. I think I think you get eight and one, or heaven forbid nine and zero. I mean, what was seven and two? Would you?
0: I'm taking it. it. That's my bird in the hand, right? (laughs) Hey, I'd have a hard time not taking it. You have helped me personally just understand what the hell it means to have a bird in the hand as opposed to two in the bush. So I thank you for that <laughs> since we started this show on August because you use that quite a bit, and I know for good reason. And this is one of those times where I'd say, yeah, because clearly that's another step in the right direction. My kind of or bust uh, reality this year for Joey McGuire, do this or bust, is equal what you did last year or bust. Don't fall flat on your face. Be seven and five, five and four again. Be fine with me. I mean, honestly, I really just want you to kind of maintain what you set from a season ago. Anything beyond that, truly gravy. And I want all the gravy. So, come on, let's go there. But the or bus type reality is just equal it out. So, yeah, seven and two would be a no-brainer.
1: Hey, And I'm going to tell you, Callan, anybody that wouldn't take seven and two uh, and, and run – I, I I'd like to have the conversation that you only have basically in your Big Twelve existence. You have two seasons where you have six or more conference wins. Yo, it's hard. <laughs> in some of those years, you were only playing eight, okay, conference games, uh, so you had a one less opportunity. But yeah, in 08 and 05, uh, you know, you had you had six and, and seven wins in the conference respectively. So seven and yeah. two, yep. Bank, open, deposit, <laughs> done, walk away, uh, you know, tie, tie me up and so I can't change my mind, and, and let, let's roll. But, uh, yeah, I,
0: absolutely, I, man. I think I'm going to go true to answer the question, and I'm going to give you the game that's going to make it possible for Texas Tech to be in this category again. It's October 14th when Kansas State comes to town. I would typically have said uh, – I don't care where you're going playing them. You you ain't got much of a chance. They'll make you feel like you're close, and they'll return a punt for a touchdown or something, and you'll lose by 17 at the end of the day. Um, The one thing that's given me some hope in this particular matchup, and it's just my theory on on why this is such a crux uh, of the matter in 2023, is that you've actually, I think, turned into a bit of a cleaner football team Cleaner football program a season ago than you were in some prior years or many prior years. I don't know if you're going to sustain that, but that's what you got to be to beat a team like K State. Chris, I look, you don't have an Oklahoma, you don't have Oklahoma State on your schedule. So it's a little different trying to gauge like, all right, where are the really tough ones as we know them? You've got some new members on your schedule. We know what Texas and Austin is typically like, but I, I really, I'm going to say true just so I answer the question that I asked and participated in my own game. Sick, demented game. Uh, but I'm going to say it is based on what you do October 14th against Kansas State. You win that game, I think I'm an honest man saying true. You lose that game, I'm probably a liar, and you may be underwater in the Big 12 Conference. And because of how they played in some key areas, penalties among other self-inflicted wounds last season, I may be giving a little, little better shot uh, against the Purple Wildcats this year than I would in some other years. So I'm going to say true. They're winners again in the Big Twelve, maybe five and four again. Fine with it, though. Uh, and I think it's going to involve a win over k State on your home turf, October fourteenth. Will you give me a true or false to wrap it up? How do you really feel?
1: Yeah, I, I think, um, I think, I think true on winning record. I think you're Let's dead go. on about Kansas State being a swing game. I think there's a few of those in there that that will determine. You know which way it goes, and that you know it, it'll kind of swing it one way or the other. And I think Kansas State's a dead on, and probably the TCU game too. You know yep. the, those two purple teams at home. <laughs> you you win both of those, you're you're going to be in really good shape. I think in a lot of conversations. But if you split it or lose both, you're you're probably out of a lot of conversations. That that's yes. just the way they the way it will be. And UCF man, UCF at home is the best of those new additions and that's a sneaky tough game depending on what they look like you know in November but that's a sneaky tough game i wouldn't
0: uh yep. you know good home schedule we'll talk about that in another show man your home schedule can't wait to finally see some of it playing out got a little time left more things to discuss here on locked on texas tech this week so come on back and join us again tomorrow subscribe on youtube so you never miss an episode hope to see you then uh, particularly chris going to need you for another one Uh, Always enjoy it, and enjoyed it again today, man. Thanks for the time. Absolutely. Uh, Looking forward to it, and we'll talk to you tomorrow. You got it. He's Chris Level. I'm Casey Cowan. We'll see you then on Locked On Texas Tech.